ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Doug Brown. First place teams meeting at Wrigley Field this weekend. The Cubs and Nationals continue their three-game series here on ESPN Radio with our coverage starting at 3 Eastern time. Nationals pitchers Max Scherzer and Gio Gonzalez will miss their scheduled starts against the Cubs this weekend. Gonzalez and his wife are waiting for the birth of their second child, and Scherzer will get at least one extra day of rest. 44-year-old Bartolo Colon is the oldest American League pitcher to throw a complete game since Nolan Ryan 25 years ago. Colon went the distance with the Twins to beat the Rangers 8-4 on Friday night. It's enshrinement day at the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. One of the inductees is running back LaDainian Tomlinson. You try to be the best that you can be for your team, and you work your butt off, you know, to try to win championships. And then when it's all said and done, you know, you kind of you, you let the voters say if you're a Hall of Famer or not. And so it is a surreal moment because for years I've watched that enshrinement and seen you know, my idols like, you know, Walter Payton and, and Emmett Smith and guys like that go in. Um, and now to have my turn going in is, is truly an honor. Tomlinson on Mike and Mike. The ceremony is live on ESPN at 7 Eastern. Top-ranked boxing tonight on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, and the ESPN app starting at 10 Eastern. Vasil Lomachenko defends his WBO junior welterweight title against top 10 contender Miguel Mariaga. Experience why for nearly a century men have trusted Barbasol for a close, comfortable shave. Whether it's extra moisturizing with vitamin E or soothing aloe, all you have to do is sit back and bask in the glory of your close shave. You're looking good, America. You're shaving with Barbasol. Listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins training camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Today's coverage is brought to you in part by our sponsor of the day, 1 800 Hurt 123. Since 1999, attorney Big Al and his team of experienced attorneys are here to help provide professional personal injury law. From work related injuries to medical malpractice, learn more at hurt123.com. Richmond is attorney Christian Simpson. You know me as Big Al from 1-800-HURT-123. You want to know the best way to sum up what me and my firm will do for you? We've got you. That's right. We've got you. Ask your friends at the next cookout. There's a good chance I've represented someone you know. They'll tell you not only do I answer every call in a 1-800-HURT-123, but each client gets my personal cell phone number. I'm available 24-7. Accidents don't happen just during business hours. They happen when you least expect it, like on the way to your vacation spot. That's why I'm always ready to take your call at 1-800-HURT-123. So call 911 to get a police report, take pictures of the scene with your phone, and then call me at 1-800-HURT-123. Hiring me as your lawyer will be the best decision you make. No recovery, no fees or costs. I'm located at 1108 East Main Street in Richmond. Call me at 1-800-HURT-123. 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 We've got you. You're listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the ESPN 950 app, available for your Android and iPhone. This is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. 
Buzz and Ned's Wheel Barbecue, just a few blocks from training camp. Stop by for award-winning Hickory Smoked Barbecue Ribs Chicken and Signature Pulled Pork Sandwiches. Voted Best Barbecue in the City of Richmond, the State of Virginia, and soon to be the South. 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street, or online at buzzandneds.com. Stop at the South, Andrew. Buzz and Ned should want to take, take over the barbecue over the world. world. Uh, hour number two here on the uh, midday show. We are the pregame show before the actual practice, and uh, it is popping here. As uh, Henny said last hour, we got the music, uh, DJ music out on the field. We've got the band practicing behind us. We've got uh, the biggest crowd of the uh, of training camp so far right in front of us. So um, we've got all sorts of good stuff here out at training camp. If you're heading over, still room for you. Look, let me say this. If you listen to the station, you know that I'm more of a college guy than an NFL guy. Slight edge. But these drums back here have me geared up. The drum line that Virginia State has going on back here, whoo, man, I'm ready to go for some, for some football right now. So what's going to happen is. Hey, there you go. Uh, oh, you, that's where you went, Henny? Yeah, Virginia State Trojan all day, man. Shout out that Trojan Nation out there, man. The Trojan Explosion Band helping help y'all out with that entertainment. They are crushing it with their sticks right now. I mean, I am, I'm, I'm fired up. I don't think I've been this fired up for something arguably so meaningless in a long time. I'll say this. We've also gotten lucky in terms of the weather. Heavily clouded, uh, some breezes every once in a while. I'll still say this. If you're coming out here, dress comfortably. Leave the jeans at home. Uh, bring your sunglasses, the suntan lotion, um, the hand sanitizer. Somebody was walking around looking for hand sanitizer, whatever. But we, We've had all sorts of requests and interactions already today, and things really still haven't filled up. Like I expect it, it's about to really get rolling. Here. Yeah, and they are starting, I think, to let people around the corner a little bit if they want to go sit there. And um, so, yeah, so we're – the festivities, most of the, the fan appreciation festivities will be before practice. I imagine soon they're bringing the crane down. They're doing everything here to get ready. Um, but uh, this is usually the best crowd of the year. But I'll say this. If you're listening to us and you're trying to decide if you want to come down, just be prepared for a lot of crowds. There's a lot of crowds, and that, therefore there will be a lot of crowds when it comes to the autographs. And as Greg has talked about, there have been people who have left here disappointed because they didn't get an autograph. Well, if you come on a different day – you might have a better shot at that as the crowd won't be as much as it is today. So basically what you're saying is if you thrive in autograph adversity, come on down. If not, if you're if you're a little tentative, then maybe don't. If you're like me and you don't like crowds or lots of people in the same general area, you could come tomorrow or you could come. I mean, they still got tomorrow. they still got Monday. There's one practice on Tuesday, and then they've got Saturday and Sunday next week. So there's still plenty of opportunities to head on out to training camp if you're like, eh. This might not be the best day to do it. I'm loving the crowd. As long as people can understand that we are on the air right now, so don't be offended when I don't talk to you if you come over here and I'm chatting into this microphone. Still looking for our winner for um, uh, the most random jersey. I mean, I'm leaning towards Albert Hainsworth right now just because it's kind of sad. But, the, but you, that or, well, I mean, I saw a Tress Way jersey, yeah, so that's a, I mean, that's a punter. But at least he's on the team. I mean, I'll just say this. If someone comes in a Chip Low Miller jersey, they win. That's it. I'm calling Chip Low Miller the ultimate the ultimate of, of anybody because that's just a random kicker from a long time ago. Um, there's a sweet look in Miami Sean okay, Taylor jersey yeah. here. Um, may he rest in peace. But that's a – I mean, I don't like anything Miami, but uh, that's a pretty nice jersey that that, that guy has. Yeah, it's the, the orange one. I saw a white one the other day, a couple of Sean Taylor Redskins jerseys to our left too as well. The unfortunate soul next to the guy to the left with the Sean Taylor jersey has got a Robert Griffin jersey on. So I don't know if I would have the – 
you know, wherewithal to actually bring that out on a day like this, I think I would probably just stash it in the closet, but sure. Uh, coming up this hour, we will do, we've got several things that we'll do, bring to you. Andrew's conversation with UVA's Smoke Mizell. He was out at Baltimore training camp. Well, he wa Andrew wasn't at Baltimore training camp. Smoke Mizell was at Baltimore training camp. So he had a chance to catch up with him yesterday. We'll play you that. Andrew and I will give you our five Redskins that this team can ill afford to lose. As in, if this player goes down, the Redskins' future will change greatly. And uh, spoiler alert, we each have two different guys. So what does that say? That could be a good thing or a bad thing in terms of uh, that conversation. And for our position battle today, stock up, stock down, as I've been referring to. Good headlines, good, no headlines, bad. Yeah, I've been keeping track of a couple of guys. It's always a good sign. I'll tell you this. I've got more stock ups than stock downs. That's typically the case because it's really hard to bash too many different people for training camp because all these guys are professional football players. So well, we're out here four days in, five days, or right, six, right. seven days in. Right, but still, I mean, they're all pros. So when they're out here in these drills and working things out, it's these super small things sometimes that really add up to the coaching staff. And it'll be a fun segment as we – talk about who's succeeded so far and who is currently not. Some news and notes from across uh, the, the country. Uh, first off, unfortunate news for the VCU fans who are hoping to become Colts fans. Mo Cox was waived injured by the Indianapolis Colts. Only practiced two days for him, then was put in a boot. Uh, if he's not claimed on waivers, he will go to their injured reserve. So he'll be on the Colts roster and we'll try and do this whole thing again next year. And in some respects, Andrew, Maybe not necessarily playing is not a terrible thing for a guy transitioning from basketball to football. A little post-grad year of football education. I don't know, Matt. I, I get that, and we talked about that. But at the same time, look, the fact that Ian Rappaport on his tweet referred to Mo Cox as a basketball player slash tight end really shows me that he's truly an experimental player, as we know. Well, but he's always going to be referred to that until he plays. Even in, you know, we still get the Antonio Gates basketball things and Tony Gonzalez basketball things. I don't things. think in a pure news blast tweet like this was from Ian Rappaport that you would get that two or three years into Mo Alley's career if he is able to prove himself we'll successful. We'll see. I'm just, I'm just skeptical because you have to hit that home run right out of the gates in such a competitive league with so many players who – have established themselves already playing colleges, film on them. They know what they're doing. Not doubting Mo, but it's just making the road that much more difficult. Um, so that's that. Um, Sterling Shepard is back out there at Giants camp. I mean, they did that ankle injury, not nowhere near as severe as everybody thought. So that's good for the Giants, bad for the rest of the NFC East. Uh, baseball, the Nats got a win yesterday over the Cubs. So that was a pretty big win for them. Tanner Roark pitched well. The three-headed monster in the back of the bullpen did their job. So the Nats get the win. Bad news is it's Edwin Jackson today. Kind of showed his true colors last start for the Nats. And then uh, the even worse, quote-unquote, news is Gio Gonzalez was on the paternity list. So Eric Fetty will get called up for uh, Sunday start. So in the biggest series, quote-unquote, of the Nats season, at least as of late, uh, they they are starting Tanner Roark, Edwin Jackson, and Eric Fetty. You know what? It could work out for them. That's the irony of the situation. I'm not really sure still where these Cubs are. It's good to see that the Nationals are finding a little bit of fight in a tough position relatively in the season, especially with guys who, as Matt indicated, really aren't the big names of the club. Right. And if they do well, it's great. Uh, if they don't do well, you know, the Nats are not playing well right now. Um, they are back home next week as they uh, the Giants are coming to town, so you know a lot of Squirrels fans may go up to see the Giants. 
But uh, the Nats keep going. That, that lead's still pretty big, so I wouldn't really worry about it if you're a Nats fan. We're kind of just looking forward to October. Uh, the Squirrels are on the road. I should have looked up what time uh, they're on the road. Uh, they've got a game this afternoon, I'm sure. It's probably an afternoon game wherever they are. Uh, the Kickers are on the road tonight. That is at 7 o'clock. And NASCAR qualifying is tomorrow after uh, at 12.05 out in Watkins Glen. So... Uh, this is pretty much it for this town right now, Andrew. This is uh, with everybody else away. The Redskins can play here. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's it, it feels weird because it doesn't feel like a Saturday. It feels like a Monday to me. But Squirrels got a 7.05 at New Hampshire. 7.05 at New Hampshire. They are back home next week uh, as they uh, return home to the Diamond, hopefully to some good weather. And, uh, yeah, we got some good weather here as people continue to stream on in. Let's take a timeout coming up. Andrew's conversation with Smoke Mizell, the former Wahoo out in Baltimore Ravens camp. You're listening to the Midday Show, ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. Brett Favre and Peyton Manning are the only pro quarterbacks to achieve victories against all 32 of the league's teams. Town Bank, this is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue, a proud sponsor of Redskin Training Camp, heard right here on ESPN 950 and ESPN 950AM.com. At Richmond International Airport, your travel experience begins with parking. Get started on a high note in our economy lots, where you'll enjoy premium service without the premium price. Take comfort in our gated on-site parking. Relax in our eco-friendly Easy Park shuttles that quietly whisk you to the terminal and back on the house 24-7. When you want to go without the hassle of worrying how to get there, choose the economy lots at Richmond International Airport. Faster, closer, better, more for less. If the Redskins are in Richmond, then we're on the air live from training camp. Listen to live coverage exclusively on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM, and ESPNRichmond.com. City Dogs is the proud sponsor of Sportphone with Big Al. Live from Washington Redskins Training Camp. Heard daily from 9 a.m. to 12 noon. What's wrong with me? Why do I feel like this? up with one of the favored sons of the Charlottesville Cavaliers. You know them as the Virginia Cavaliers, of course, and he has now made moves to Baltimore with Taekwon Smoke Mizell. Smoke, how you doing today? I'm doing great. How you doing? I'm doing really well. So you take me through the process. Draft day comes. You don't hear your name. What is going on in the mind of Smoke Mizell? Uh, so I, I, you know, I didn't have like no draft party or anything. You know, I did. I went through the draft process, you know, with my family, just like my mom and my grandma. And, uh, you know, watching the draft, we getting different phone calls, you know, hearing from different teams, you know, thinking things on, uh, you know, get my name called or whatever that didn't happen. So, you know, it was a little frustrating, you know, at, at first it was very frustrating, you know, of course, you know, that's every kid's dream to just get their name called. But right after the draft, I had about, like, six calls from different teams. 
but then I got a phone call from Coach Hammock, and me and him talked about everything, and I, and I, I basically put it in my mom's hands. Me and my mom decided that we would go to Baltimore Ravens. Well, well, it's kind of interesting because you have such a great career at UVA. I mean, you're the only player in ACC history with 1,500-plus career rushing and 1,500-plus career receiving yards. So how do you, is it hard to not take it personally when you don't get drafted? Uh, it's, it's hard not to, but it's to a sense you have to, and then to another sense you don't have to. So it's like more so – you know, of course, I felt like I, I should have been. My family felt like I should have been. Even even some, you know, other coaches in the league felt like I should have been. But, you know, you know, everything happens for a reason. And, the, and when I take it personal, it's more so, you know, I just got to beat the odds now. You know, I'm drafted. I got to take the hard route. And I got to just open the eyes of some of these coaches and just take advantage of the opportunity that I get and put it in God's hands. When you talk to the Ravens, what did they say? Was there anything that they told you they were going to look for in terms of when you come out to camp? Uh, so basically I, I had a, a relationship with Coach Hammock, and uh, we went from there. And basically, you know, uh, be one of those, like, pass-catching guys and try to win that return job, you know. And uh, I, when I came here, you know, I, I did a great job at rookie mini camp, and now I'm, I'm in the process of trying to win a return job and do a great job in preseason. So, you know, we had an injury that just happened, so we kind of – you know, the depth wasn't like it was at first. So right now, you know, I'm just waiting on my name to be called come preseason and take advantage of that opportunity. Obviously, Richmond, a huge area for UVA alums and Cavalier fans, so they're all rooting for you to make the team. But what happens if you have to go practice squad this year? Are you prepared to do that? Uh, practice squad is, 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 is still a blessing. You know, you, you just still want to be in the area where you can still just play football and compete. Football is all I want to do. So even if it was if it was that route, I still feel like it's a blessing. I just got to continue to work hard and, and, and continue to show the coaches what I can. You got a couple of Cavaliers on that roster with you. You got Brent Urban. You got Maurice Kennedy. Do you seek those guys out to get some advice? Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, me and uh, Maurice Kennedy, we've been friends for a good little while. I played with him two years at Virginia. And uh, he's a guy that, you know, really got the attention of the coaches in it. In, in, a, in a good way. So, you know, whatever I can to get advice from that guy is always positive, you know, to get positive feedback and, and try to, you know, play that role as well. He was he had suffered an injury last year, but even this year, you know, going into training camp, you know, they love the way he competes on special teams. And I believe he was going into the uh, to this preseason, he was going to be like the star in nickel. So I'll definitely get advice from that guy. When you think back at your time at Virginia, it was a little bit tumultuous. You come in with a lot of expectations. There's some coaching changes as well that go down, but you're still able to play for four years and really, you know, in a starting role for the majority of those four years. What do you take away from your experiences in Seville? Uh, just being able to, uh, you know, adjust. You know, I had about three different running back coaches, two offensive coordinators at my time at Virginia. You know, of course, you didn't win that many games, but you got to put things in God's hand and just continue to fight, and you got to learn how to deal with adversity. You know, a lot of guys, you know, once you get drafted, it's not too much adversity you got to go through, like, you know, going undrafted. So it's just like my time at Virginia, you know, learning how to adjust and beating the odds and continue to fight, you know, keep fighting for your dreams. There's obviously a lot of talk in the area about the academics that the school provides what kind of benefit of having a diploma with that UVA insignia on it does that give you? 
Oh, that's that's big time there. You know, uh, I was one of the first ones to graduate from my uh, family from a uh, college, so that was huge for me and my family. That was a huge accomplishment, and uh, just to, you know, more so, you know, not to have all my eggs in one basket. You know, just in case football doesn't work out, I have a great degree from a, one of the greatest universities that I can fall back on. But my plans right now is, is to focus on football. No, this is my dream. When you approach this coming season, these preseason games are huge, and now we know the NFL has a different way they're going about their cuts. They're just going straight from 90 to 53, so it may provide for you more of an opportunity. It may provide for you more competition. How do you approach these preseason games? Uh, right now, you know, I, I, I just got to chip on my shoulders. You know, uh, I, I just do what I'm told, and I got to stand out. You know, I got to go out there and make plays. Uh, and it's and it's my resume, you know, it's my audition, you know, for the for the Baltimore Ravens to go out there and show show them that I belong on that fifty three man roster, that I belong on this on this team. And you know, if things don't work out with them, you know, I gotta go out there and play well enough to get the attention of some coaches around the league, you know, and get the opportunity because my dream. Uh, I, I I love I want to I love to play for the Baltimore Ravens. My dream is to be in the NFL. So in in the preseason, is a very big step to catching that dream and the game that goes. When you're at camp, do you kind of mentally evaluate your competition at the running back group, or are you really not worrying about those guys? How much how much attention do you pay to the guys around you in that group? Uh, you of course you got to pay attention, you know, and then you got to pay attention to a, a a point where like you're being humble and you can learn from those guys as well. You can take things from that game as well. So of course you got to pay attention to the competition, but and uh, but at the same time I just got to worry about the things that I can control as well. You know, maybe if a guy in front of me makes a play, you know. My control, you know, I can't be thinking about that. Like, I gotta make a play. I gotta make a play. That's when you started making plays. Pay attention to my position, but I also just worry about the things that I can control. And I know, you know, once I do that, and I and I put my best foot forward, I should be fine. Have you taken any of the linemen out for a beer or anything? You you sucking up? You buddying up to any of the offensive linemen? Um, more sort of rookies. More sort of uh, the two ones that got drafted, uh, Jermaine, and uh, I, I got good relationship with those guys and uh right now uh and, and it's with a couple other guys you know i think i got a fairly decent relationship with them you know because i get to be in the huddle with those guys a lot when i get my opportunities so it's, it's a great thing to get to know those guys so they can know get to know me and know who they're blocking for come preseason so we can just fight for each other Wrapping up here with Smoke Mizell, who is at Baltimore Ravens training camp, working his way to making a roster spot, former Virginia Cavalier. What are your expectations for this coming season to, towards UVA football, and will you be paying attention to what goes on on Saturdays for the Who's? Oh, definitely. My expectations is to be on the NFL roster, to be able to uh, you know, put on for my city and put on for my university and be in a position where I can take care of my family. And I would definitely be... Uh, Looking forward to uh, UVA games on Saturday. The first one that I'd be able to catch, you know, actually be there physically, I'll be there every chance that I get. Hey, thank you so much, man. Good luck. Thank you so much. It's fascinating to me talking to him because he's so polarizing with UVA fans, Smoke Myself, because so many people had expectations for him to be 
this running back savior for the team. But you can't call him a bust because I alluded to the ACC stat that he had, 1,500 rushing yards, 1,500 receiving yards. That's crazy. He's so balanced out of the backfield. He's not a bust like a Peter Lalek who had expectations at quarterback back in the day in the early 2000s, and then he was supposed to be the guy who followed up after Matt Schaub but just never really played for him. He's a successful guy who had a really good career at UVA but didn't quite help them do what they thought they were going to do. And whether you chalk that up to Craig Littlepage, whether you think it's Mike London's fault, the fact that they're not able to get a lot of depth on the offensive line, which is one of the reasons I asked him about helping out the offensive line there in Baltimore because I think he just kind of lost interest in the offensive line at UVA because they were just not good at run blocking. And Virginia had to get the ball to the edges if they really wanted to do anything offensively because they just really had very little in between the guards run game. And he wasn't the guy to do that because he likes to bounce around a lot. He likes to be shifty and kind of juke around and play in the backfield, so to speak. But it's it's just intriguing to me because so many UVA fans really think he was a great player because he was able to contribute for them for four years and one of the rougher four years in UVA football. And some think that he just really let him down as a five-star guy. But it's always, always good to catch up with, with Smoke. Yeah, here's the thing. I mean... You know, is he was he really good or was he just really reliable? Because they used him so much. He was really and, and in so many different ways, almost to the detriment of not using Zacchaeus enough, at least towards the end of his career. You, you almost feel like they tried to go and, and shove a lot of Smoke Mizell. Um, you know, it's a, it's a tough group to break into. It is. Talia Farrow, Terrence West, Danny Woodhead, Javante, Javorius Allen, Bobby Rainey, all – NFL guys with experience, right. and then t- and then Smoke Mizell. Um, well, I just think he's too talented not to make the practice squad. I just think he's – I know there's limited space in the squad, but he's just such a good pass-catching running back that it's really tough for me to think. I mean, he's, he is probably, if you consider all the running backs in the NFL, still, you know, around like 30 to 40 range in terms of just a pass-catching running back in the NFL. So he has value. It depends on how many running backs they keep and right. how they and how they, everything kind of lays out in terms of. Plus, it depends on if you do a Google search or a Twitter search, does Smoke Mizell's name come up, good or bad? You hope for good, but if he's making some sort of headlines, that's going to help him out as opposed to the rest of those running backs. Well, that's one thing he was really good at not doing, and he kind of stayed out of the spotlight, which I guess you could argue is a bad thing because as a five-star guy, you really want him to be in that spotlight. I'm just really torn as how to define the career of Smoke Mizell because it's something you have to elaborate on. You can't just say he was this or he was that because, and reliable is a good word that you used because it's a very fair word, especially when you consider the five stars that were slapped onto him when he, when he headed into school. But then again, you can kind of talk about Quinn Blanding that way. Like Quinn Blanding had a really great freshman year at UVA, not so much a sophomore year, bounced back a little bit his junior year, and now he's heading into his senior year with all these expectations if he has a Smoke Mizell type year, it's going to be kind of the same type of situation. So it's interesting. We're going to take a pause here, though, on the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show. When we come back on the other side of the break, we will give you our indispensable Redskins. That's right. We have five guys that the Redskins cannot live without in our minds as the Virginia State Band plays us out. Take us away, Henny. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins training camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM.
The Redskins and Authors Electric are two of Central Virginia's great traditions. As a major supporter of the Richmond community, Authors Electric is excited to welcome the Skins back for training camp. Since 1923, Authors Electric has been the source for outdoor power equipment, lawnmowers, saws, trimmers, and blowers. Authors carries quality brands like Toro, Snapper, Steel, Echo, Skag, and Billy Goat. Repairs the brands they sell, and they stock Briggs & Stratton, Kohler, Tecumseh, and Kawasaki Parts. Call Authors Electric at 264-2513 or go to Authors Electric. My mom's a breast cancer survivor. The United Breast Cancer Foundation saved her life. And they need your help so they can continue saving more women's lives. Help them by donating your car. They'll provide fast, free, 24-hour pickup, and you receive a charitable tax deduction. They take cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs running or not. Call 24 hours a day, 800-523-8850. Your donation could literally save women's lives. Call today, 800-523-8850. That's 800-523-8850. Hi, this is Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. I know our customers have come to expect the freshest of fresh meat from Buzz and Ned's. But for a moment, let's talk about old barbecue. I mean, really old barbecue. Like when a caveman got to watch some old wild animal get trapped in a forest fire. Sounds gruesome to us, but uh, it was fine dining in that day. If only someone had invented barbecue sauce. The process was probably pretty simple. They just yanked off a hunk of meat and threw it directly on the fire. It sat there smoldering until it looked ready. Then they pulled it off the coals, dusted off a bit, and proceeded to eat away. Thus discovering the first seasoning. Cinders actually smoked. Cinders were too crunchy and never really caught on. Fortunately... This minimalist concept faded when people discovered spice. It wasn't until around 7200 B.C. that men found the star of modern barbecue and domesticated the wild pig, predecessor to a true star here at Buzz and Ned's. Next week on Buzz and Ned's Barbecue Minute, we'll talk about the meaning of real barbecue. The Right Time with Bomani Jones. I feel like Anthony Lynn is actually in a bad situation here. You don't want to look like you the dude that's out here trying to lay down the law and tell dudes what to do. But it really got out there as though it was Anthony Lynn saying y'all got to be here at this practice. Dude, he talked about these guys want to be there with their teammates. No, they don't. These dudes are old in his training camp. They want to be anywhere in the world other than out there with y'all. Period. Like, them young boys might still care about it, man. Don't nobody else want to be there. But the thing for Anthony Lynn is he needs to be the guy in charge, right? He absolutely needs to be the guy in charge. He needs to be the guy who is, like, running this, right? But this is clearly something, at least it seems to me, something that is coming from upstairs. Upstairs cares about you being there for the season ticket holders at a stadium that only holds, like, 35,000 people, and none of us are sure that you're going to be able to fill it up. The Right Time with Bomani Jones, weekdays at 6 on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Get ready to huddle up. When football season returns, so do the Spiders and the Redskins. Your home for college and NFL football all season. ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Welcome back. Midday show here on ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. Redskins cheerleaders performing in front of us. And uh, great performance by uh, the Virginia State Band as uh, they walk off. And uh, we continue our pre-practice festivities as the crowds are filling up here at training camp. Um, I would say make sure to bring, if you are coming, bring chairs so you can sit down on them. Although you may be standing up for a lot of it, depending upon where you're sitting. So... 
Crowds are, are – this is, I mean, this is a Fan Appreciation Day crowd right now. Yeah, it looks good. And according to Larry Michael, we're witnessing the number one rated cheerleading squad in the NFL right now. So the Redskins cheerleaders out there. Well, number one in, in his heart and number one in the hearts of a lot of these people here. Um, so let's uh, transition a little bit. We like to have a little fun with regards to lists and things like that for the Redskins. We'll have a couple of them as the uh, training camp goes along. But – Andrew and I last year did the same thing. We have decided to do our five most indispensable players for this Redskins team. As in, if so-and-so gets hurt, this season will change dramatically. That's right. Whether it's because leadership qualities or physical acumen or just pure football skill, all these guys have value that is really tough to find behind them on the depth chart or anywhere in the National Football League. So, let me tell you this. We each have five. We agree on three, and I think we even agree on the placement of three. We yeah, each have right. two players uh, that we think are indispensable, which is either a good thing or a bad thing because uh, that means there's nine of them. Um, that means there's seven of them, according to us. Um, all right, so, Andrew, I'll ask to have you go first. Your number five player in terms of most indispensable for the Redskins is? He's strong. He's silent. He's solid as a rock in terms of his leadership. He's been with the team his entire career. It's Ryan Kerrigan. I really think on the defensive side of things, he has been the mainstay for this franchise for a number of years. He provides value by really just showcasing hard work ethic, good communication skills, all-around professionalism. Here's my thing. I, I have one defensive guy because I don't think the defense is good enough that they can withstand the loss of somebody. My one surprise so far at number five is Chris Thompson. I think Chris Thompson brings a lot to the running back group, and we kind of know what his value is. He's going to catch passes at the backfield. He's going to be there, and he's kind of the most reliable running back right now for the Redskins. You take him out of this offense, you lose a little bit on third downs, yeah. and you lose a little bit in terms of leadership in that room. So number five for me is Chris Thompson. I understand where you're going with that because it's really a fact of the Redskins offensively, weapon-wise, in the running back group, as we've talked about a lot over the course of training camp, have guys that are providing specific value for doing one thing, and Chris Thompson really does that well. So without him, you really kind of know what you're going to get out of the running backs, and that's, that's not a ton in terms of the passing game. Number four. Number four. Jay No. Don't call me Josh. There are too many of those on the team. Josh Norman. I think he is indispensable because, A, he allows the defense to kind of do their thing while he becomes the premier figure. He distracts for opponents. Opponents tend to focus on him, so that allows the defense to kind of slip in on the sly. And I think his just pure ability to create plays on defense is one of the best in the NFL. I agree with you. I have him number four. The reason why I don't have him higher is because Bishop Breland could be a number one corner if they needed him to. He was the number one corner before Josh Norman got here. Um, I think the cornerback group as a whole can play better. They won't be great without Josh Norman, but I don't think he's like number three, two, one. So I also have Josh Norman number four. Number three, Andrew. Kirk Cousins. I think it's just a step up from Colt McCoy. While Colt McCoy could do the job and get this team to six, seven wins, maybe eight, and we'll see where we're going to go with that win total when it comes to wrapping up our opponent previews, may or may not exceed it. The point with Cousins is his arm is way stronger to me than Colt McCoy. He has a better command of this offense, and while he doesn't provide necessarily the scrambling capabilities that Colt McCoy does, Colt McCoy a little shiftier, a little closer to the ground, he does provide a better leadership role. Uh, I disagree with you. I, I think Kirk Cousins is replaceable. 
I think the offense would go down a little bit, but I don't think it would be as crippled as it would be. I think Colt McCoy can run this offense, so I'm not as indispensable there. But I will say this, my number three is Terrell Pryor. There you go. Who is the number one option when Jordan Reed's not around. He's the number one wide receiver. You, you, we've heard how great of a camp he's had. Oh, we've man. heard what his impact is going to be in the red zone. We've heard what his impact is going to be in terms of using his size and everything involved with that. Um, without him, your wide receiver core goes downhill tremendously, and I think Terrell Pryor is number three. Look, the difference we have here is pretty understandable. Need somebody on offense, need a pass-catching threat in this case to have a number three in the NFL. I mean, you really have so much value there at doing that. Here's what I think. If you've got Pryor at three, I don't know if Pryor's as valuable as Colt McCoy because Colt McCoy, as I said, doesn't quite have the arm strength of a Kirk Cousins, and I think Cousins is going to be able to help Pryor do better because he's going to be able to put the ball up quick in an area where Pryor can come down with it. I, uh, I, I could see it, but I, but I also think they could change their offense a little bit. I mean, because it's not like this team, now that Deshaun Jackson's gone, it's not like they're going to live and die by the long ball Well, anymore. they've said they want to go deep more. Well, they want to, yes, but I feel like if Kirk was gone... Colt McCoy could, I mean, they could still do fine with Colt McCoy. Would I change my outlook on this team? Maybe one or two games, but not that much if Kirk goes down. So that means number two and number one we agree on. Andrew, I'll let you take number two. Yeah, number two, we both have Trent Williams. Looks solid as a rock. Hogs 2.0. You can't ever say enough about this guy. He is so important to this team and this franchise. He's one of the best, if not the best, tackles or offensive linemen in the game. He can do it all. He can maul. He can knock you over, get to the second level, and take care of a linebacker as well in the run game. Or he can sit in pass protection and hang with some of the best edge rushers in the game. Trent Williams, number two. I agree with that. And number one, I have Jordan Reed. Reed. I mean, we just can't agree. I mean, we, we agree that, like, this offense without Jordan Reed is just that they go downhill big time there because that's the, the safety blanket. That is the guy that Kirk is going to look at the most. That is a guy who's a you have to bracket him or you have to put a safety on him. There's a mismatch no matter what involving Jordan Reed. So I think Jordan Reed's the most important player on this team, and unfortunately he has not been here yet. In Rich, Well, he's been here, but he's not been on the field yet. And that's one of the two arguments you can make against Jordan Reed. He's too banged up. He really hasn't provided the consistent play, but as Matt said, when he's on the field, it's just a whole different team. The other argument you can make is, you know, you've got Terrell Pryor at number three. I think Pryor is going to learn to offer a similar trait in terms of being able to just get open for Kirk Cousins in a panic play that Jordan Reed offers, so I have him number one. It's clear to me that this team is a 10, 11, 12 win team with Jordan Reed out there, healthy, but without him, it's a little bit of a question mark, and that's where we sit right now on Fan Appreciation Day in the RBA. So let's lead into our position battle for today. Stock up, stock down. Who is doing good things and who is doing bad things, and I'm going to keep it going and start out with Terrell Pryor. I think yeah, Michael Phillips on Twitter said, has there ever been a person of Redskins kind, Redskins jersey, who's had a better training camp than Terrell Pryor? And I say no. I mean, maybe Tom Brady did when he was here, but of course he wasn't uh, a Redskin. But, like, listen, Terrell Pryor is, is, is making everybody regret not signing him across the league. His one-handed catch has gone everywhere, went viral. Terrell Pryor is arguably having an even better camp than anybody could have thought in, uh, on Washington. There was a Twitter account that had, I think, 400 followers and had a great angle of the Terrell Pryor 181-hander, as I dubbed it. And 
she got over 24,000 likes just for that video, which she pinned to the top of her Twitter page. Once again, three or 400 followers, 24,000 likes. So it did go viral. I, I agree. He's looked fantastic. I really don't have much to add in that I really like just the way he has stayed out at camp and gone the extra mile both before and after practice. So I'll give you a stock up. I'll stay along the similar trite media storyline angle. I'm going to go Samaj P. Ryan. Oh, yeah. Rocked he, up. He has just looked great in part because Rob Kelly really hasn't been out there as much, but also just his decisiveness. He's just hitting these holes really quick, and I know we've talked about this before. Nobody's wrapping up right now and finishing on these plays, but I'm convinced that this guy would be getting about four yards of carry even if these defenders were tackling and finishing and playing at a complete level. Um... Yeah, I agree. I think he's having a great camp. I don't know if it's going to be enough to keep him to push him over Rob Kelly, but I think the team knows they have him in him now. I think they know what's going on in terms of Samaj Piran. Um, here's the thing: when it comes to stock down, it's more the fact that like I haven't really talked about the guy, or or we haven't really said anything about said guy. Um, okay. I mean, I'm just here's the thing: is, is Trent Murphy having a good camp? Is, is is I mean, obviously there's the delicate nature of he's got the suspension, so you don't want to have too many reps. You want to give them to other people. But is Trent Murphy having a good camp? I think it's unfortunate for him because by comparison, there's been so much conversation about the two Alabama rookies and Allen and Anderson that he maybe hasn't had as much of the spotlight. I wouldn't. I don't know if he's having a bad camp, but and I've I've been watching the O line D line one on ones. But you're right. I mean, he really hasn't. Done it. I mean, last year the storyline for Trent Murphy was he was switching positions, he was gaining and losing weight, and there was all this conversation about him. So he kind of gravitated towards that. But I, I'm not sure. I really, to be honest with you, I, I'd kind of put him in the, the middle tier. But I can understand why. But a guy like that, you want to hear good things from. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is Trent Murphy. You are gonna. There is expectations, and when you're not hearing anything, that just means status quo. And I don't know if we can accept status quo from Trent Murphy. Stock down for me would be Mac Brown. I've seen him drop a lot of balls. It's been unfortunate because they've tried to get him involved in the pass catching game. And you know, Matt and I have talked about this before. We both really like Mac Brown. He's probably one of the coolest guys on this team. But I just believe when you are the fifth running back in an equation, you can't have multiple negative plays where a guy like myself who's observing really locks into that theme for you. Right. I just, I, you know, the, 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 the things working towards Matt Jones making the team, but I know he's not going to. But, I mean, Matt Jones is basically playing with house money right now. If he plays really well, maybe they reconsider. If he doesn't play really well, well, the team's ready to push him out anyway. I will give him this. He said all the right things when I talked to him the other day. He wouldn't talk about what specific interactions he had with the coaching staff. He did say ball security was his primary thing that he was working on. So he did say all the right things. I still, and a lot of the players have said that he actually – is looking like he was back in college. Right. So that's been an interesting thing to follow as well. Uh, yeah. I mean, so you're going stock up with Matt I'm Jones? I'm going stock. I'm going Matt Jones is playing with house money. Okay. So, I mean, anything he does positive is stock up for his personal stock. I don't, you know, they're not going to keep him. But if he keeps playing well, maybe he gets back into their good graces with the injury and with the other stuff that's going on at the running back position. I'm going to go stock up the Shazer Everett. He did a good job replacing Sua Cravens. I'll give you a hint. I'm going to keep him on this team. I think he, honestly, Will Blackman I haven't seen much from. I don't really have much for him in terms of stock up, stock down. But I'd say DeShazer Everett right now is at least having a better camp 
than Will Blackman. Well, and Joshua Halsey's having a good camp, oh, too. Oh, yeah, he is. I yeah. think Joshua Halsey, now we went over our cornerback position. Neither of us kept Joshua Halsey, but that doesn't mean that that couldn't mean that they don't uh, put him on the practice squad, which is still a stock up for a guy that was drafted sure. so late in the draft. He's a priority practice squad guy. I think you have him as either your first or second practice squad selection. Right. I, I think that he's a guy that's going to that's gonna stay in the Redskins organization. Um Stock up, I'll do uh, the Redskins crowds as of late. The last, uh, you know, after the first couple days when it seemed kind of underwhelming, um, I would say Redskins fans and, and this city has shown up the last couple of days, uh, especially the end of last week. I mean, Wednesday and Thursday, there were some great crowds in the morning. Now, you were here for the afternoon, but, I mean, the, this is another Fan Appreciation Day crowd right now, and I think the uh, the city has acquitted itself well uh, the last couple of days after a bit of a slow start. I'm going to go stock down here, and I'm going to go Nico Marley. Nico Marley got in a little bit of a scuffle in the end zone with Josh Doxson. Doxson caught a ball really low to the end zone. Could have hit the turf, but still looked like a catch to me. And then he kind of flicked it up, and Nico Marley took it personal. A, when you're an undrafted free agent, you don't want to be messing around with a first-round draft pick like that. B, it really doesn't isn't really a good look when you're starting those sort of things on something so small. And C, I mean, Nico Marley's just kind of too small for me to play linebacker. Yeah. I agree, and plus it's a stack group as it is. I guess the uh, other stock up, the last one I have, is Joey Mabu, yeah. who I think a lot of people are starting to notice. Now, we have to catch up with Joey, and we'll try and do so maybe tomorrow after pra- after walkthrough or practice. But uh, Joey's a good story, but once again, it's a, it's a stacked group at defensive line in terms of veterans ahead of him. But Joey Mabu has done a lot to get his name at least on the lips of the beat reporters and people like us. I'm going to go stock up Jonathan Allen. I think that there's been a lot oh, of talk. Of course. There's been a lot of talk. I'm just going to keep rolling and pretend like you're not over there judging me. Should I hum the Alabama fight song? I doubt you would even know. I it, don't even know. I don't know it. I'm going stock up because I think the way that the guys around him have talked about him and his presence to me indicates that he really has completed his training, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I think he's ready. Now, don't expect him to go out there and get three sacks against the Eagles, but I'm just saying I would be surprised if by week three, four, or five. He hadn't quite figured it out. And the veterans speak very highly of him. Junior Gallette speaking highly of him. You heard from Preston Smith, who played against Alabama a lot as a Mississippi State guy. So I think Jonathan Allen is is stock up right now. So that's our stock up and stock down as we kind of take a look at uh, almost the halfway point of training camp, who's doing well, who's doing not. Uh, We are uh, still here uh, at the training camp. They are doing some games out on the practice field right now. Practice will start at 1.30. Uh, if you are heading over, there is still some room for you, but uh, you may have to stand towards the back. So if you're on the fence and you don't want to deal with the crowd, then try another day because there will be less crowd the rest of camp. I liked when Larry brought out one of the fans in a Sean Taylor jersey, had him do some dance moves. He was doing the worm. I mean, the guy was just breaking it down. Right now they got some cheerleaders involved with a couple of fan activities. What is this, some Duck Duck Goose? Yeah, well, they're doing over-under. Oh, okay, that's right. Over, under, uh, over the head, underneath, and right, back right, and right. forth. It's like the, the worm or whatever. Uh, let's take our final time out. We will do one final segment uh, here on the Midday Show. Greg will follow us at 1 o'clock till the end of practice, which beginning at 1.30 as we are here for Fan Appreciation Day. Final time out. You're listening to ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. 
Need car work? Go to BonairShell.com to learn about all the things that Bonair Shell can do for your car and your peace of mind. They have a full line of automotive services, including gas, oil changes, transmission work, belts and hoses, major brand tires, wheel balancing, and complete engine renewal. And if one of those pesky dash lights comes on, we can check that out too. In business for 20 years, go see Scott or Keith at Bonair Shell, 8762 West Huguenot Road. Go to BonairShell.com or call them at 272-3232. That's 272-3232. Hey there, it's Yolanda Adams, and I'm here with Robin Anthony of Renew Herbs. Robin, now tell us why people are flocking to Renew Herbs to get that detox trio. Yolanda, if you're constantly tired, itching, bloated, and can't lose weight, then pay close attention. If you eat two to three meals a day and only eliminate once a day or once every other day, you've got toxic food matter trapped in your system. That's why you feel tired and bloated. There's a solution that I personally formulated. It's called Detox Trio. My Detox Trio will eliminate the waste trapped in your body, kill any parasites, and cleanse your kidneys and liver in the process. Once this happens, sugar cravings and belly fat will begin to disappear and you'll experience amazing energy. In short, Detox Trio will start you on a healthier, happier, slimmer you. Okay, Robin, tell listeners where they can get more information about it. Right now, Detox Trio is on sale. To get this price, go to RenewHerbs.com. That's R-E-N-U Herbs.com. R-E-N-U Herbs.com. Attention, individuals and business owners in America. Do you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled returns? Call Tax Mediation Services for a free consultation. You may qualify for one of several IRS programs available for people just like you. As a special bonus, the first 50 callers who call now will receive a free tax investigation valued at over $1,000. Call Tax Mediation Services now and get yourself protected from the IRS. Our team of experienced tax professionals can stop active IRS collections, including any bank levies and wage garnishments they may have on you. Call now and ask a licensed agent about getting a free investigation for your tax issue. You must owe over $10,000 to qualify. Call 855-993-5118 to see if you qualify for one of our programs. Remember, your tax investigation could be free. Call now. 855-993-5118. 855-993-5118. Call now. 855-993-5118. No matter what the size of your lawn is or how you like to maintain it, Arthur's Electric Service at 8910 Brook Road in Glen Allen has the Toro Mower to match it. Arthur's knows how to treat you right with a full selection of Toro Mowers, knowledgeable personnel, competitive prices, excellent service, and financing available to qualified buyers. Arthur's and Toro, a tradition that has gone on for generations. Drop by Arthur's and see Toro's new mowers firsthand. Call them at 264-2513. That's 264-2513. Or go to arthurselectric.com. Live from Washington Redskins Training Camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Huh, because I'm happy. Fan Appreciation Day shenanigans continue here at Redskins Bond Score Training Camp Facility in the RVA. Get on out here if you have an opportunity. We're about to hear from the Washington Redskins Marching Band. We just talked a little Redskins last segment, so this segment we're going to go national landscape. A couple of stories here to bounce around. The number one thing that I'm interested in is DeAndre Hopkins, Texans wide receiver, has gone out of his way in an interview to say that he believes that Tom Savage should be the starter for the Houston Texans. The exact quote 
from DeAndre Hopkins is, if anybody should be a judge of quarterbacks, I've played with the most quarterbacks in NFL history throughout my first four years. Well, he's played with a lot of crappy quarterbacks. So a lot of a little sarcasm there. And then he concludes it saying, I'd put the stamp on Savage. I think that's all there needs to be said about that. I don't know. I mean, they've played with so much garbage. Just hand the job to Deshaun Watson. Let him grow in the job. I mean, they've played with so many bad quarterbacks. Just... Let Deshaun grow. Which he's clearly, Hopkins clearly frustrated with. Well, I mean. of course, wouldn't you? He's a talented guy, oh, and yeah. he's, he's having to overcome the dregs of Brock Osweiler oh. and, and um, Bro- uh, not Brock Heward. Um, uh, uh, Bo- not, not Brock Heward. Who am I thinking? Oh, Bobby Hoyer. Hoyer, yeah. Hoyer, Brian, Brian Hoyer. Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. Uh, um, I mean, he's had so many bad quarterbacks, I think just, you know, let him have his fellow Clemson guy there. I, I'm fine with that. I, I think Deshaun Watson eventually is going to end up a top 10 NFL quarterback. I really have a lot of faith in him, and usually, you know, I'm a little skeptical of rookie quarterbacks. I don't really buy into them. Another story that's interesting, kind of talking about just the poor nature of some of the teams in the NFL. The Jets, as you might have heard, got Niners receiver Bruce Ellington off waivers on Friday, but the Jets PR, their Twitter account, really messed up a little snafu they put that news blast in a tweet but then they attached a picture but the picture was of cardinals wide receiver Britton golden so somebody from the jets pr staff is really channeling the team's play on the field and just well, messing up. i mean it's an easy mistake to make is Britton it golden bruce ellington it's, i feel like it's not well i mean okay. i've made dumb mistakes i mean who hasn't but i'm not gonna kill somebody for that i'm not gonna kill him but i just really how hard how hard is it to like google Bruce Ellington picture. Okay. Well, we'll see. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's an easy target to beat up on the Jets because they're going to be bad. I mean, the Jets right, right, right. the Jets have, I, I think I went over their schedule. They've got like three opportunities for wins at home, and maybe, uh, you know, they've got a game at Cleveland. So they're not going to go 0-16. So that's the prevailing, like, hey, the Jets going to go 0-16. <laughs> no, they're not going to go 0-16. You're not going to have an 0-16 team in the NFL for at least another couple years. I, it just... It's hard for these teams to not, I mean, stumble upon a victory at some point in their season. But it just embodies what's been going on up there on the field, and it doesn't help. It certainly doesn't help. I mean, no. it's, it's something that'll be forgotten in a week for sure. Oh, and even in a couple of days after right. it makes the rounds of dead spin and things like that. Right. All right. The last story here we have before we say goodbye for this fine Saturday is a William and Mary tie. Coach Mike Tomlin has extended his contract with the Steelers. He'll be there through 2020, the team announcing that one late last night. Tomlin has 103 wins to just 57 losses since 2007. And he's got an 8-6 and six playoff record. The one thing that's been kind of going around the NFL, though, is Tomlin's inability to beat Bill Belichick. What do you make of this extension? Obviously, it's he's I one like of the Tomlin. The players like Tomlin. I, the fans get a little annoyed at times with, with Tomlin because he, you know, the team hasn't made that next step. Uh, I mean, it's hard to get rid of a player's coach. Plus, you know? plus the Steelers don't like to get rid of any coaches. I mean, they've only had three coaches since 1969. So. I like Tomlin. I think Tomlin's a good coach. I think the Steelers will be fine. And I think that, uh, you know, I give him another uh, – what was it? It was a two-year extension, right? So I give him those two years and basically say, all right, this is it. Like, you know – if he loses Ben, let's say Ben retires at the end of the year. Ooh, um, which is looking like a possibility. It's a possibility. I mean, Ben's bringing that up, but he's also looking at his age and stuff like that. Um, he's looking at his age. He's looking at his injury history. He's saying to himself, maybe I don't need to do this anymore. So um, we'll see. There's some circumstances there. Maybe if Ben leaves, Rod Tomlin says, all right, I'm going to leave too. And 
you know, that big giant John Gruden is uh, hovering oh, over there man. for any sort of head coaching news. You know, you might see teams start angling for John Gruden if he decides to actually officially say, hey, I'm back, I'm here, take me. I think if Tomlin loses to the Patriots in the playoffs, they regret this. Otherwise, it's a pretty darn good move. I don't know if they regret it. Oh, yeah, I think they will. I don't know if they'll regret it. I don't think that – I don't know if there's other options out there right now better than Mike Tomlin. Oh, no, probably not. So I don't know if they'll regret it, but they'll, they'll you know, they'll try and get out of it potentially. But it's only a two-year contract extension. So, you know, the Steelers are trying to um, – the Steelers are trying to figure things out as uh, they extend him two years. Uh, that'll be it for us. Um, the marching band, the Whiteskins marching band, is on the field now. Practice starts at 1.30, should go till about 3.30, and uh, there's all sorts of festivities here. There is room for you here. Um, I would say, you know, you might be standing up or you might be in different corners of training camp, but there still is room for more people if you want to show up. Yeah, plenty of room, plenty of good vibes going on. Lots of Redskins jerseys still outweighing any sort of opposition. I don't know if I've actually... I've seen several Cowboys jerseys. You have? They're all okay. over down there. Okay. I've several Cowboys one. jerseys. I was about to say, I didn't. I had seen pretty much all burgundy and gold outside of two Sean Taylor Miami Hurricanes jerseys. Right, and the, the random Kurt Warner jersey. Uh, that'll be fun tonight. Uh, the uh, speeches, yeah. the induction for the Hall of Fame. Uh, so that's, that'll be on, I'm sure, the NFL Network tonight. Um, the inductions... I might tune out for Jerry Jones. I don't really care what that guy has to say. Oh, man, the man's money. He's entertainment money. Everything he has to say is at least interesting. Uh, so I want to thank our guest, Mike Wabshaw, for joining us from Minnesota to uh, give us an update on the Vikings. Thanks to uh, Smoke Myself for catching up with uh, Andrew Wallace. Thanks to Henny back at the studio. Uh, coming up tomorrow, well, we'll have more of the same. We will have the player after the morning walkthrough, so we'll have a player here in the tent. We'll also do an opponent preview, a position battle, and the other stuff you love from the midday show. Thanks to everyone for listening. Hardly working coming up next. You're listening to ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins training camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Need car work? Go to BonairShell.com to learn about all the things that Bonair Shell can do for your car and your peace of mind. They have a full line of automotive services, including gas, oil changes, transmission work, belts and hoses, major brand tires, wheel balancing, and complete engine renewal. And if one of those pesky dash lights comes on, we can check that out too. In business for 20 years, go see Scott or Keith at Bonair Shell, 8762 West Huguenot Road. Go to BonairShell.com or call them at 272-3232. That's 272-3232. Hey there, it's Yolanda Adams, and I'm here with Robin Anthony of Renew Herbs. Robin, now tell us why people are flocking to Renew Herbs to get that detox trio. Yolanda, if you're constantly tired, itching, bloating, and can't lose weight, then pay close attention. If you eat two to three meals a day and only eliminate once a day or once every other day, you've got toxic food matter trapped in your system. That's why you feel tired and bloated. There's a solution that I've personally formulated. It's called Detox Trio. My Detox Trio will eliminate the waste trapped in your body, kill any parasites, and cleanse your kidneys and liver in the process. Once this happens, sugar cravings and belly fat will begin to disappear and you'll experience amazing energy. In short, Detox Trio will start you on a healthier, happier, slimmer you. Okay, Robin, tell listeners where they can get more information about it. Right now, Detox Trio is on sale. To get this price, go to RenewHerbs.com. That's R-E-N-U-Herbs.com. R-E-N-U-Herbs.com.
Attention, individuals and business owners in America. Do you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled returns? Call Tax Mediation Services for a free consultation. You may qualify for one of several IRS programs available for people just like you. As a special bonus, the first 50 callers who call now will receive a free tax investigation valued at over $1,000. Call Tax Mediation Services now and get yourself protected from the IRS. Our team of experienced tax professionals can stop active IRS collections, including any bank levies and wage garnishments they may have on you. Call now and ask a licensed agent about getting a free investigation for your tax issue. You must owe over $10,000 to qualify. Call 855-993-5118 to see if you qualify for one of our programs. Remember, your tax investigation could be free. Call now. 855-993-5118. 855-993-5118. Call now. 855-993-5118. No matter what the size of your lawn is or how you like to maintain it, Arthur's Electric Service at 8910 Brook Road in Glen Allen has the Toro mower to match it. Arthur's knows how to treat you right with a full selection of Toro mowers, knowledgeable personnel, competitive prices, excellent service, and